then the kick in the gut moment came for me was when I was 31 going on 32, I was sentenced to 13 months of incarceration. Uh, never in my life would I have ever thought that would happen to me. I thought I was invincible. And it did happen to me. And that was the moment where I was like, okay, this is definitely something I'm going to the face. But I really didn't know how to do it because it was an adversity, something that's something that I just wasn't, I don't think really many, many people are going to be prepared for that until it really hits you. And the moment I really was going through the things every single day when I was incarcerated, I was realizing I need to find positives in this where when I actually am released, that I'm ever, I'm a, have the ability, excuse me, to move forward and, and do the best things I can in life. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. What is going on, Men of Abundance? I am Wally Carmichael, your founder and host of the Men of Abundance podcast, the Pay It Forward community, proving to you that you can, in fact, live a life of abundance in family, faith, finances, and fitness on your way to having more. Now, before we get started today, I have to admit something. I have really been slacking on the Men of Abundance podcast, if you haven't already noticed. The episode today was recorded quite some time ago. It was evidently cold here in Florida. In fact, it was even before I had a chance to visit Chicago, which I had told our feature guest today that I had not visited Chicago yet, because I did visit Chicago last March, just before COVID uh, and the lockdown, when my son graduated graduated from Navy boot camp, I went to Chicago to see him graduate. So I know that this conversation is has, was recorded several months ago, but it's still very relevant today. Today, we're talking about abundance in fitness. Now, I also want to share with you the reason why I've been so negligent in the Men of Abundance podcast and getting these episodes out to you, editing them and everything else. It's quite frankly because if you've never done a podcast, if you've never had anything to do with a podcast on this side of it, it is extremely time consuming. And I do enjoy doing it, but it does catch up with me. And in this case, quite frankly, it got away from me uh, several weeks. So I'm back on the track. I'm getting the episodes out. And I've got a solution I'm going to share with you in just a minute, which is really exciting. I think you're really going to dig this. But part of the reason why I've been so busy is, quite frankly, because there's been so many businesses that need my services as a business and marketing strategist to help them innovate their business and, in many cases, improve their margins because some of them had high revenue but low profits and could not figure out why I helped them figure that out. The other reason is, quite frankly, because I enjoy my life. I actually enjoy getting out and doing things with my family, even with the lockdown. Family time is very important to me, and in fact, it's a priority. I often say when somebody contacts me, they're scheduled to have a meeting with me, especially when they say they have to do something with family. I always say, family first, always. And I absolutely 100% mean that. What's more is I practice that, and I expect you to as well. So as it stands right now, I've got about 11 or 12 
already recorded conversations that I need to edit and post and get those out. And I will be getting those out and they will primarily be going out on Thursdays. But here's what I'm going to start doing. On Tuesdays, I'm going to start doing my interviews live on the Men of Abundance fan page. And they are also going to be streaming live onto YouTube and eventually onto LinkedIn. So those live videos will be posted on those platforms and then I will strip the audio and put them in the podcast for you to continue listening on the podcast because obviously that's how you like to listen. Now I'm starting to do this for a couple reasons. One, because it's just a quicker way for me to get the episode out. Two, many people like to watch the interviews live and they like to see the facial expressions and they like to see the video, which is really cool. And they like to interact and that's a way for you to interact during the conversation. I can't guarantee that I will be getting to all of the questions and comments and whatnot during the actual conversation because I do reserve that time for the, to get into the conversation. But occasionally there might be some good questions and if you pop some questions in there, I will bring those up and we will have that conversation as well. The other thing is much larger reach. When you go live on any of these platforms, the algorithms pick that up. They absolutely love the live content and the live video on their platforms. So they give that a lot of attention and let more people see those videos. So Men of Abundance will get a much bigger reach on the Men of Abundance fan page. When anybody searches Men of Abundance, it will pop up. It will be on the YouTube uh, channel Men of Abundance YouTube channel. It will be on LinkedIn and, and any other places that I go ahead and post those at. So that in itself is very exciting. So if you want to find out when those episodes are going live or if they're posted onto YouTube, whatever your favorite platform is, then go to facebook.com slash men of abundance and be sure to hit that like, follow and share buttons. And of course, Make sure you like, follow, and share, and leave a rating and review for the Men of Abundance, po Abundance, Men of Abundance podcast to ensure others can find these amazing conversations and further improve their lives. Now, I do have one more amazing announcement, but I'll save that for the mid-roll. So let's get into the conversation. So our featured guest today is a bilingual actor and lifestyle mentor from Monterey, Mexico, currently living and working in Chicago. With more than 10 years of experience in the health, fitness, and nutrition industry, he has worked with high elite athletes in his downtown Chicago fitness training facility. He works to empower people inside and out of the gym to adopt a healthy mind and body. His approach towards a positive mindset and healthy lifestyle has led to innovations to speak at local charity, nonprofit, and corporate events all over Chicago and Mexico. After spending 13 months incarcerated in his early 30s, he was determined to make the most out of his life's lessons and pushed to change his mindset on what it means to have a better life, learning along the way that it's never too late. Now he's on a mission to help others who want to change for the better but are not sure where to start. Men of Abundance, it is my pleasure to introduce you to Javier Gutierrez. Javier, welcome to Men of Abundance, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for the invite. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Where are you at in the world? I'm in Chicago right now. A little cold. Um, I believe you're in Florida, correct? So you're a little bit warmer than I am. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, it's, it's chilly doing, for me in Florida, but not cold. 
<laughs> yes, I'm, I'm doing fine. It's a little warmer in my apartment, so I can handle that. Good, good, good. Well, you know, we we choose where we want to live. Um, well, most of us do. Some of us kind of just try to, you know, go with the flow. But um, I, every, everything I do is by design, by choice. So I'm assuming it's the same for you. You're there for a reason. Yeah, exactly. I feel I was kind of, you know, brought to Chicago by maybe a higher higher source of something that was pulling me to this place and it's been it's been a very pleasurable experience the last three years. Oh good. I'm glad to hear that. I've never I've not had the pleasure of getting to Chicago yet. I've got one really close friend that I met uh during my tours when I was in the military and she's from Chicago and uh, she lives in El Paso now, so <laughs> that tells me one thing. But um I do want to visit. <laughs> I want to get out there and, and just enjoy the enjoy the uh, town a little bit. Oh yeah, it's a beautiful city. It's I mean, if you can handle the cold, you're going to be fine. And the cold isn't so bad because you're not just walking up and down, you know, for hours. So it's 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 definitely intolerable and the city is just beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the one thing, you know, I'm not if I'm not actually having to live in it for weeks on end or months on end and I can step <laughs> into a warm vehicle or a warm warm building, I'll be all right. Exactly, exactly. So, brother, I like to start out with an attitude of gratitude, man. What do you have to be grateful for today? Well, number one, I'm very grateful to have this opportunity to be in front of you and to talk about, you know, my life and what's going on and hopefully impact people in a positive way. That's number one. I'm very grateful for that. Um, grateful for just, you know, my overall health, my ability to wake up every day and, you know, get closer to those goals that I'm trying to reach. Very grateful for that. Yeah, and we're definitely going to get more into that, uh, those goals, that is. But right now, let's go ahead and get into your life. You know, uh, Men of Abundance, you know, I talked a little bit before we got started here. Read your bio. That's most of your professional stuff that you're doing professionally. And thank you for that, by the way. Uh, much needed, and we'll get into that as well. But here on Men of Abundance, we really like to get to know the man behind the abundance and get a little bit more personal. So if you would, how would you describe yourself? Uh, I would describe myself as somebody who kind of a, a late bloomer, I would say. I didn't really kind of figure things out till you know, I was in my early 30s. And it, it really kind of just solidifies, you know, second chances in life and the ability to just not give up and the great things that come out of that. So I've been blessed with having two great role models as my parents, still happily married right now. And they taught me really a lot of great things in life. But a lot of those things don't hit home till you actually are ready to take those informations in. And at that point in time, when I was in my younger years, I definitely wasn't ready. And it was just a, I'm definitely a person who teaches, you know, struggling and handling adversity going forward and just taking the day to day of positivity of life that life's happening for us and not necessarily to us. I love that. Absolutely love that statement. I use it often. And, you know, I, I just recently saw something on Facebook, and you know, you can believe everything on Facebook. Um, but uh, I saw this article and it had about talked about the man's brain, how we don't actually mature. Uh, and I, you know, use that term loosely, I guess, but we don't actually mature, mature until we're into our 40s. Um, I can personally attest to that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you yeah, were an early yeah, I bloomer. Think we all get. <laughs> I, you know, I had some success as far as my early years, but definitely not mentally. Mental, you know, my mental state wasn't there. I was not mature. I would definitely not call myself a growing man at that point in time, even though I thought I was a man. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you definitely learn things as, as life kind of throws things at you. And the important thing is to grasp all those lessons because if you don't, you know, life will kind of hand over those things one more time, you'll probably fall through those things again if you don't learn from them. 
Well, that's a very good point because you talked about two things there that, you know, kind of correlate but then don't is success and then having the maturity for that success. Because I've had the pleasure of talking to multiple people, not just men, but also women, but mostly men, I'll be honest, that they found early success. And that success, since they were not mentally mature, uh, took them down a path that was destructive, completely destructive. Mm -hmm. I mean, they lost their marriages over it because they got just too big for their britches, if you will. Um, You know, was buying the yachts and gambling and womanizing and drugs and alcohol and so on and so forth, just living it up, you know, like they do in the movies. Uh, So they didn't have maturity, but they learned from that, fortunately, some of them. Uh, The ones I had the opportunity to talk to, those that I didn't talk to or haven't talked to probably didn't. (laughs) <laughs> mature and, and ended their you know it ended very badly let's put it that way but yeah that's a very good point what are your thoughts on that yeah no the key is definitely learning at some point because if i know a lot of my clients actually now right now that i currently have um I have that same situation they actually had businesses when they were in their early you know 20s even late teens some really successful and then they just really weren't sure how to handle that success so they were doing the same thing, spending money ridiculously, not really taking care of the business per se because they were just having so much success at the time. And then eventually, you know, competitors kind of came in and kind of stole some of their business. And what's happened from that is now that they're older, now that they've kind of learned from this is what we need to do, this is the right way to do it, and now they're handling their businesses a lot better. So individually, you know, when success hits us at a young age, it's really hard to be mentally ready for that. And that's the important thing is you have to be mentally ready in order for the success really to not only, you know, be there, but to last, which is more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and more than just the business, but also the personal life, uh, because your 100%. personal life directly reflects how well you do, you do business, you are in business. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you started to mention some of the adversities that you learned and that you went through as you were growing up and as you were getting to the point that you're at now. And we like to have that conversation about that kick in the gut moment, because often that changes the trajectory of our lives, or at least our thought process, and puts us on a different path. So if you would share with us a kick in the gut moment and really make us feel that. Yeah. So like I said, I had a lot of success in my 20s um, with with a lot of things that I was doing as far as, you know, professionally. But then the kick in the gut moment came for me was when I was 31 going on 32, I was sentenced to 13 months of incarceration. Uh, Never in my life would I have ever thought that would happen to me. I thought I was invincible. And it did happen to me. And that was the moment where I was like, okay, this is definitely something I'm going to face. But I really didn't know how to do it because it was an adversity, something that's something that I just wasn't, I don't think really many many people are going to be prepared for that until it really hits you. And the moment I really was going through the things every single day when I was incarcerated, I was realizing I need to find positives in this where when I actually am released, that I'm ever, I'm a, have the ability, excuse me, to move forward and, and do the best things I can in life. Mm. I knew I was supposed to be doing some pretty good things. I felt I was, but I knew that uh, the challenges of the actual moment of incarceration and then being released were going to be, you know, pretty, pretty tough mountains to climb. But it all boils down to the fact where if you're able to get yourself in a situation, I feel you're, you're strong enough to get yourself out and you have to have that mindset where whatever you're going through, you're going to go through it and 
it's not going to last. You know, those moments are going to pass. But then eventually you're going to get to the point where you're going to have to make now wiser decisions, better decisions in order for you to live a purposeful life, which is, in my opinion, what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of what, what navigated me. That was a kick in the gut for me. I really didn't know how to handle it at the moment. And then I just tried to grasp all the best lessons and learning that I could from it and not put the blame on anybody else because I was 100% responsible for it. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very powerful um, message and experience there. This is something that's very near and dear to my heart because I've, you know, I grew up in an environment where I was fortunate enough to not be one that was incarcerated, but certainly conducted all the activities uh, of those who were. Uh, I just got out of it sooner, out of that environment sooner. And mm-hmm. it's really, I was just visiting with a friend of mine who was incarcerated for quite some time uh, for, very, you know, reason does not matter, quite frankly, and for this conversation. But the thing that aggravates me about the United States in general is when you're incarcerated, you come out with a record and it's hard to get certain certifications, like even a ASI certification to be a mechanic, or you have to mm. put it on your resume for jobs and you can't apply for certain credit or you can't vote and certain states are remedying that here and there. But um, it, it's just aggravating to me because I had a conversation with Cameron Harold um, several a year or so ago. He was the guy that took 1-800-GOT-JUNK from basically a million dollars to well over like twenty, thirty million dollars. Uh, he was their CFO, and he's in Canada. He's from Canada, and that's when I found out that in Canada, when somebody is incarcerated and they're released, there's no record that they were ever incarcerated, so they can go on with their lives. They serve their time, and they can go on and be productive citizens. Whereas right. here, it's just difficult. So I find a lot of entrepreneur, a lot of yeah, a lot of people that are incarcerated end up either going back in. Or some that do actually do well in life, they become entrepreneurs because it's the only other option that they have, which is not a bad option, by the way. (laughs) No, no, it's not a bad option, uh, but it's definitely an obstacle. And I got through when I when I was released, I went through so many no's. I I interviewed well, and then I got to the point where, well, this comes up, uh, we we can't move forward with you. Mm -hmm. And there could have been many, many times where I just pack it, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to really accomplish much from this point in my life, but. I just did not have that mindset and that attitude. And I felt like some of these, uh, eventually somebody's going to give me the opportunity. Eventually got an opportunity that my business actually started growing on, on the personal training and the nutrition level. And then I just kind of snowballed from there because I just kept on going. And that's the main thing is you, you either are going to spiral back and, and kind of, you know, fall back into what the pattern and maybe a lot of society feels. Okay, you do have a record. You're not going to succeed much in life anymore, or you're just going to break those rules. And mm-hmm. you really have to have to break the rules, break the chains, and then just keep moving forward because there's a lot of positive things that you can accomplish. Whatever is in your past, it's in your past, but you are going to have to own it. Um, experiences that you you got from me, you have to use it for positive and and just move forward. Yeah, absolutely. As, as, as long as you put somebody else's decision-making process in the way of your success, you are never going to make it to the level that you want to make it to. You're always going to be limited by that individual's or that organization's rules. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, we're not saying breaking laws. We're saying break the rules. <laughs> yeah, and no, rules exactly. are meant to be broken or at least challenged. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like you said, at some point in time, probably everybody 
is, has done something that they could have very easily gotten in trouble for. They just weren't caught. And then they stopped yeah. and they were smart or, or something in life just stopped them. And that was good. They didn't, they didn't get to the point where it was detrimental. And then some people actually, you know, one or two times happened to do things and they're just in the wrong place at the wrong time. So I ran into a lot of actually very positive people that helped my, my experience when I was incarcerated. Actually, you know, during my incarceration, very good individuals that just committed, you know, made a mistake. You know, we, we mm-hmm. as humans, we, we make mistakes. We're not perfect, but um, we just can't hide from them. And the moment I think we start hiding from them, people will begin to use those as, you know, you know, negative things because you're not owning your mistakes. And when you get to the point where you start owning your story, yes, I went through this. This is part of my story. But now look where I am at now because I've handled adversity. I've moved forward with it. I've believed in myself. I've continued to progress as a human being. Then you can really kind of, you know, be proud of those things because I'm not proud of how I learned, but I am proud that I did learn. <laughs> so I wish I would. I wish I wish I would have learned a different way. Um, but it didn't happen that way for me. So, uh, what I am proud of thankful for is what I did learn. Um, not necessarily how I learned it, but what I did. Absolutely. Wonderful words, man. So how are you paying it forward? What are you doing with that information? Since you did live through that, I think it's a very powerful yeah. a way to turn your mess into your message. Exactly. So what I'm trying to pay it forward with is, is anybody who has gone through any type of, like I said, adversity or, or things that maybe they're kind of maybe slightly embarrassed or ashamed or a failure, whatever they view as, as in their mind as their past, is that you can accomplish some amazing things. There's not a reason why you're, you're done. Um, you're never done. And you only have the mindset that you, if you feel like you're done, you're going to have that mindset, but you have to break through that and feel like there's plenty of great opportunities still ahead plenty of great blessings still ahead in your life and, and great moments. So I'm trying to obviously share the message as much as I can. I volunteer at a lot of great organizations right now. Currently, I do a lot of stuff for underprivileged children here in Chicago, uh, larger organizations for uh, cancer research, such as St. Jude as well. I mean, that's I, I just try to volunteer for pretty much everything. People will come at me and ask me, hey, can you help me with this? And my answer is quickly a yes. And then I'm like, wait, wait a minute, what am I actually doing? But my answer was already a yes. So it's like I'm willing to do that because I feel like that's my you know, human. Uh, um, I, I should be doing that as a human being is helping as many people as I can. Yeah, and and thank you for it. I totally agree. Uh, we have a responsibility as citizens to pay it forward and and bring other people along, especially those who are being misguided <laughs> and don't have that mentorship. Because yeah. you Absolutely, did, you had I, great parents. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these folks, these kids, they don't have that. No, and I run into that a lot. And I I do have I have a fifteen year old son right now, so I have a lot of. I know a lot of kids who don't have those role models. I did have them, and I just didn't obviously act on it the right way. But people who don't have it, they don't have that ability to to get good examples from them. So uh, that's why I try to reach out to underprivileged children. I volunteer either through health, fitness, uh, just you know, spending time with them, and try to mentor them that to, to show them there are better ways in life. There are good things in life. Um, just because maybe you're currently aren't seeing them through the role models that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're out there, and just just keep believing that. Oh, for sure. You've got a huge role model uh, there in your area, in the Chicago area. Have you ever heard of Christian Picciolini? Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. episode 144, and uh, guys, go listen to that episode. I mean, he was a former um, white supremacist, actually recruited by the guy who started that movement. And um, 
He's been on Ellen. He's doing some amazing things out there. You guys could definitely, I'll link you guys up uh, if you don't already know each other. And uh, he's doing some amazing things in the area as well. Yeah, I actually have not had the uh, the opportunity to actually meet him in person, but yes, I've heard of him. Um, yeah. But that's that's the thing. I mean, some of the, the best stories come out of the adversity that you go through mm-hmm. because everybody really goes through them and then nobody really wants to talk about it because sometimes they get, like I said, they, they view it as a failure, as an embarrassment, whatever. And I went through that phase, but mm-hmm. eventually when you start, when you start owning things, um, it, it just makes life so much easier and so much more have the ability to move forward. So that's really the, the goal is really to start owning your past and just kind of move forward with it. Well, it's freeing. I mean, it's the, it's the ultimate form of freedom as far as I'm concerned, because as long as you own it and you, you're the one saying it, you know, it's kind of like going back to how, you know, um, Marshall Mathers, Eminem used to win, you know, these, these rap contests and whatnot, because he put his, he would talk about himself. So nobody else could talk about him. That was kind of the whole platform, you know? And, um, yeah, you know, when you, when you put it all out there yourself and you own it, nobody else has anything they can hold against you. You know, exactly. And, and that's just that's so, one of the best. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the best movies and scenes that actually I always talk about is like the moment he actually owned it, the guy had nothing to say. Nothing. He had nothing to use it. So he loses the power to it because you, yeah, I went through this. Yes, I went through this. But here I am still standing right here. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's very, it's very powerful to, to do so. It's very liberating. And it's something I think everybody has to do in order for him to, to move forward. Because if you can't learn from your mistakes, you you're not going to acknowledge them if you can't learn from them. And if you don't learn from your mistakes, you're just destined to repeat them. And that's mm-hmm. a recipe for quickly going nowhere in life. So learn from every single little thing that you can because that's that's what it's about. I mean, life's just a long journey of sometimes we're going to go through a lot of things that maybe we don't didn't think at the beginning we would be going through, but you, you got to learn from them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's I mean, that's what it's all about. The whole journey is a learning process in itself. So speaking of learning, how did you, you know, I mean, you're an actor, uh, you've done voiceover, you've done all kinds of stuff. How does all that translate into, uh, you know, your your what you're doing now with fitness and lifestyle and, and specifically with entrepreneurs? Yeah, so I, I started my, my first passion was helping people uh, through fitness and nutrition because that's, that's kind of my whole background. That's where I was originally, I mean, an athlete in the past. So I, I still consider myself an athlete now at 40. But I, I help people with their fitness and nutrition and their, and just kind of better their lives through that angle, which is still a very high passion of mine. I got into acting just kind of like just pursuing things that kind of opened up to me. So that was something that just kind of you know, randomly kind of opened up. I took the opportunity to go through that and it's been very lucrative for me. I've been doing it for about two and a half years. And then just the volunteering thing is, has always been something that I feel like, like I mentioned earlier and you mentioned as well, as human beings, I feel like we are entitled to help people. It's, we need to do that. And it's nothing that you should kind of like, Hey, look at me, I'm helping somebody give me some praise. It's like, as a human being, you should be doing this. This is a normal thing that you should be doing. Just like waking up in the morning, breathing, Mm-hmm. Go help individuals. If you have the opportunity, help them. And you'd be surprised. On You don't really have to help them by maybe donating money or things like that or, or just by listening, just by being there, just by you know having the presence there that maybe they're missing. And it helps them tremendously. And if you can make a positive impact, it, it just – to me, it's a no-brainer. Why wouldn't you? 
Yeah, absolutely. It's it really is the little things. Sometimes it's just sitting down and having a conversation with them that when others are just walking by them and acting like they're an eminent object, you know, and, and don't exist mm-hmm. in the world. They're not really there. Um it's extremely powerful, very powerful. And listen, this guys, this is one of those things, you know, we we try, it, how do I phrase this? You know, I saw somebody recently they were sharing how they were helping a homeless individual and actually was taking donations to let others contribute to helping this particular homeless veteran. And some people were making comments like, you know, you should be doing that and not posting it and not sharing it, just do it. But the thing is, is it is difficult to to highlight that because I would rather watch that and see that post than two girls fighting in McDonald's, you know, it'll get shared a million times. You know where yeah. I'm coming from? I mean, if if the thing is, is most people who contribute to society do it anonymously and they don't want the recognition, but somebody's got to highlight that because I would love to see those stories. And I'm not I know I'm not the only one. No, absolutely. Those are those are things you want to hear. I mean, with the news right now and everybody, it's mostly negativity, mostly things that are happy that are negative. You want positivity. You want to inject positivity into the world. Uh, but I think deep down into your heart, you know why you're posting it. Are you posting it for self-recognition? Mm-hmm. Or are you posting it for the ability maybe to inspire others to do the same type of thing? Right. Help others, you know, wake up, do the same type of, uh, you know, wherever kind of field that you're in. Maybe it's in a hospital. Maybe it's just walking by a homeless person asking for money. Uh, there's a, there's so many times where I walk by somebody and he, he says, good, have me. I talk with him. And he's like, you're the first person who's talked with me like in you know, the last three, four hours. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just something like that where you just don't know because struggles aren't painted on our face. You can't, you, nobody knows, but you don't know what people are going through. Yeah, that's a very good point. And, you know, come to think of it, I was in, um, I was in Fort Jackson, uh, I think it's South Carolina, many years ago. And I was in a hotel and I was going through some, it was radio. I don't know if it was radio or if it was on the cable channel. It was cable channel. There was a news broadcast on the cable channel. And this news broadcast every morning was nothing but good news stories. And it was refreshing because I never watched the news because it's always the opposite. You know, this news yes. channel, this, this broadcasted cable news channel was being broadcasted from Chicago. And I remember oh, really? that. Yeah. And I remember that. I just, it just reminded me, I'll have to go look for that at some point and it was very impressive to me because i absolutely woke up just to listen to that news channel before i had to go into work and and it's just you get that a better feeling obviously you get positivity there's great things obviously that people do on a daily basis you're right and maybe Mm -hmm. people don't hear about it because you're just surrounded by all the negative things that are happening i mean that's just kind of the the world we live in right now that's what's highlighted unfortunately yeah well that's what sells i mean that's why you know the headlines are always you know those those headlines of something gone wrong or somebody did something wrong or something like that and here's the thing to consider too guys when you talk about these headlines that are so negative it's because they don't happen that often that's what makes them so Mm -hmm. exciting right to watch because wow that happened that doesn't happen that often good news happens much more often but we get it twisted that's why it's not yeah. news because good news does yeah. happen all the time. Now, if some you know somebody in this you know or in the uh, limelight does something great, like you know I posted something about Bill Gates recently and some other stuff, you know it it becomes news. But it's because they're such big names. But 
you know, the dude down the street helping a lady cross the street. That's not news. That's somebody yeah. doing what they should be doing, you know? Exactly. And some of the biggest impacts are made that way. They're small. They're small to the eye, but they're big to the person. So it's like whenever that – that's why I say whenever you have that opportunity, you know, just embrace it. Take it because mm -hmm. it's – essentially it's God's way of, you know, putting yourself in somebody else's, you know, position their life or whatever to help them in some way, shape, or form. If you can do it, just do it. For sure. What are some good news stories coming out of the work that you're doing? Let's talk – let's highlight you a little bit. Uh, well – uh, funny you say that. So tonight I am going to an event that is raising money for, you know, underprivileged children for Christmas gifts. Um, this is a second annual one that I've been a part of. They're, they're doing this. I think that's it's great because these kids don't know their presents are coming. And to see the initial reactions and when you walk in and, and you give them a gift, it, it's really it's something else. You know, my son has been fortunate enough to get, you know, I don't want to say spoiled, but he's been getting pretty much everything from me, my grandparents, or his grandparents, my parents. And I've taken him to, to parts of Mexico where, you know, where I'm from. And there's a lot of kids who are just playing with, you know, what beat up toy car and they're super happy. So it's, to me, it's always so beneficial. And if, it just warms your heart when you give it to somebody who isn't expecting it and they value it so much. So tonight uh, we're doing that. That's something that what's coming up. Um, I'm actually doing two events in the, before the year's over for underprivileged children for gifts. So those are the two things that are happening through organizations that I'm a part of. Good for you, man. I greatly appreciate that. Uh, and it's all about perspective. It's like you're saying, I've traveled the world and, and I've seen um, it all, what comes to mind is and when I was in Bolivia, this young lady, I don't know, maybe eight or nine, you know, I gave her some peanut brittle that I just bought from a store down the street. And she was just as happy as could be. I mean, it was just amazing. She was obviously homeless, had an abscess on her face. I'm a medic. So I tried to, you know, do what, what I was allowed to do, quite frankly, to help her out as much as I could. And yeah. she was just super happy with that. I mean, just super excited. And I've run into, you know, kids in, in, in other countries, uh, namely this one and others that where they're a little bit more privileged and they wouldn't, they would scoff at that. They'd be like, well, you know, what is that, you know, type of thing. It's all mm -hmm. about perspective yeah. and, and your environment. So thanks for doing that. And thanks for mentioning that. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. The perspective, the the things you see in other places, um, and, and you don't even have to go that far. You can go into your own city in different areas, but sure. there's there's so there's so many things that you know we take for granted. I've I, I have uh, plenty of, of of shoes, clothing that other people may maybe would love to wear on a you know on a, a fancy night out that I don't ever use. So it's it's all about perspective. It's all about that you be thankful and grateful for what you have and then also being willing to help out when you when you have that opportunity. Yeah. That's why when other people come to this country from other countries, they they just seem to excel so much faster because they can do so much more with less. Uh, mm -hmm. They know what they know what it's like on the other side or where they came from. Anyway. Yeah. Not always better, not Absolutely. always the best, but they just know in their own life. So, mm -hmm. brother, we are at the point where we're going to pay it forward. You ready to do that? Yeah, absolutely. All right, men of abundance, it is time for us as a community to pay it forward and change somebody's life today. 
Here's the thing. Everybody's got their way to sit back and relax and just chill at the end of the day. One of the things that I enjoy doing when I'm sitting alone and I'm just by myself, I like to watch silly videos. I like to watch inspirational videos. So one of my favorite platforms to watch is I scroll through LinkedIn. There's some really good videos on there. And I scroll through Facebook and then there's videos on there. But the really best videos, especially when you subscribe to the various channels and the hashtags and all that kind of stuff, is TikTok. They have some of the coolest videos on there of people paying it forward. And I absolutely love those videos. Well, it dawned on me. This is Men of Abundance, the pay it forward community. And I'm always having conversations with amazing people who are somehow paying forward their time, treasures, and talents. But how cool would it be if we came together as a community and came up with our hard-earned cash, just a couple bucks a piece from everybody that listens? There's over 300 episodes already posted, well over 300, and listened to in almost 100 countries at this point. And if we could come together with some of our cash, just a couple bucks each, and then make somebody's day, maybe even pay their rent, or pay for food for that week, or keep their lights on, or something like that, just an unexpected amount of cash in their pocket that they were not expecting that day, and make somebody's day coming from the Men of Abundance community. How awesome would that be? Look, you all know, because you've heard me say it before, and if you haven't, you're hearing it here for the first time. Giving is the ultimate level of happiness. All day, every day, twice on Tuesdays. And Tuesdays, because that's when many of the Men of Abundance podcast episodes post. So there you go. And check this out. I've already got a Men of Abundance TikTok channel. And you can go there if you're on TikTok, go check it out because that's where I'm going to be posting the videos and the videos are going to go up on their platforms as well. And these videos will be of random people who I will choose unexpectedly giving away a couple hundred dollars to random people in the community who are rarely recognized. People like the garbage truck drivers or or people that are randomly caught doing good deeds. Or maybe even a somebody in the service industry that is going above and beyond what they're hired to do. And other ideas that you share with me. I want you to share different ideas with me of people in your community who we can pay it forward to. So what do you say? Are you in? Excellent. I knew you would be. So here's how you donate. Go under the podcast player, right under the player where you're listening to this on, and you'll see a donate button. That'll take you to the GoFundMe page where you can donate however much that you feel that you can handle, that you can donate and pay it forward. Remember, you're paying it forward and giving is the greatest level of happiness. And if you're not currently listening on the podcast player, make sure you just go to menofabundance.com, click on the podcast tab, and under any one of the podcast players, you will see the donate button there. That's the easiest way for me to get the link out there so that you can go there and you can share that link as well. You can share it with others and have them donate just a little bit and a little bit adds up and a lot of people are giving so that we can pay it forward to others and make somebody's day today. Now, let's get back to the conversation. So share one to three actionable steps that men of abundance can take today. So so one actionable step that I personally, it was worked great for me that I would share with anybody else is, is wake up 
at least looking at around and, and, and really be grateful for at least one or two things that you have going on right now. It could be something as simple as that morning cup of coffee. It doesn't really matter what it is, but wake up with that attitude of gratitude. That's going to help you 100% into having a better day, a better mindset, and I think it's just going to transfer over um, on a day-to-day basis. So definitely do that. Number two, whatever adversity you're going through, realize that it's not going to last. Um, good times don't last long. Bad times won't last long either. They will pass. So take advantage of everything you can learn from them because you're in that position to learn something. Grasp it, move forth with it, and be, become a better person because of it. And also embrace the great times that you are having, the good times, because like I said, those don't last either. So embrace them, really kind of be in the moment and really fully appreciate you know the blessings that you have every day. Wonderful. I love that. What rituals make the biggest impact in your life? Uh, like honestly it's it's a ritual of really just being so grateful of everything that i currently have i mean i have a lot of goals that i have personally wanted to achieve but that doesn't not limit for me to overlook the things that i currently have because at one point in time i was really praying for these things so i realize that i have them now i'm very grateful that i'm where i'm at um and i'm also working hard to become better but i think that's just a part of life is you have to continuously just grow and in every area that you can become better because your relationships around you become better once you become better you're able to to give more and that that's what i'm trying to do right now i think it's beneficial for not only like i said for me for my son beat me becoming a better dad me becoming a, a better brother better partner you know better son so everything is going to impact that because i'm trying to become the best human being that i can be wonderful very good point what are you reading or listening to that you'd recommend to our abundant leaders and why uh, I haven't. Uh, the last book I picked up was um, actually was the simple was the Bible. It's not a simple, but that's what I've been reading a lot recently. And it's just something my, my dad is actually a pastor. He's been a pastor for 15 years. So um, I've grown up into that kind of, uh, you know, church related religion. And I really appreciate that that I'm not alone. I have a higher power in God. But that's what I've been reading a lot le- right recently, excuse me. And I feel that it's it's a book where you can get you can read the same thing at different points in your life and you're going to get a different perspective from it so just because i've read maybe a chapter of this i can read it again maybe you know a year from now and i'm totally going to get a different perspective so it's something that i truly appreciate it it definitely is a uh, living guide to our life (laughs) a lot of great stories and i totally agree with what you just said i've experienced that myself yeah, and my dad, there's not a day where he doesn't stop, where he's like, have you know, pick it up, read it, read a little bit of time. Um, mm-hmm. You don't have to obviously spend hours, but just, you know, whatever time you have, you know, gain a little bit of insight, a little bit of knowledge. And like I said, it hits you differently in whatever point in life you're going through. So um, it was a main, main uh, source of fuel for me when I was going through hard times. So I'm not going to let it up now. And the point, the fact of the matter is many other uh, self-development books, self-help books, and, and uh, anything of the kind – much of those books come from straight from stories from the Bible. They're just written in a different language and in a different way. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm a huge fan of anything self-development, personal growth. And if it helps you individually, it, it was a successful book. It doesn't matter if it mm-hmm. is a bestseller or if anybody else, you know, recommends it. If it helps you, that's great because after you pick up a good book and you get some good insight from it, then it's your turn to take action with that because yeah. that's, that's where your impact is going to happen is through the action. I totally agree. So what do you feel holds most people back from living a life of true abundance? Uh, A lot of things is just that, you know, that 
not wanting to step out of comfort zone, being maybe okay with things and not feeling that it's going to get any better, having that type of mindset where, you know, it's fine right now. I wish I had this, but, you know, maybe a little fearful. I think taking the steps forward can be scary um, because it is out of your comfort zone. It's something different. It's maybe you personally trying to leave things behind. And sometimes you will leave, you know, friendships behind because you grow. They they stop growing. They're in a different – they're still in a different phase and you don't no longer want to be in that phase and you're trying to, you know, become better. So eventually you kind of progress and, you know, maybe become – start developing different friendships. So a lot of that could be scary. Uh, it really can be. But it's something, again, that – if you're going to come across the right tribe, the right, I always call you, you know, as a guy, find your tribe. You should come across the right people once you start growing, because those are people that are motivating you to be better and helping you to be better, which is what you really want to be surrounded with. Absolutely. Well said, man. So what does being a man of abundance mean to you? To me, being a man of abundance is being a a good leader, good role model, um, living, you know, that type of mentality and growth, trying to do it every single day and then helping the people around you as well, because it's not about if you reach the mountaintop and you're at the top, you're all alone. It gets pretty lonely. I think you want to reach it with with a lot of great people that, you know, that you love, that you care for. And it just makes it that much more fulfilling. So to me, it, it means helping individuals as you grow. Yeah, that's the key right there, man. Very well said, because, you know, success is personal. Living a life of abundance is when you take in that success and you're sharing it with others. And if you want to master anything, the best way I know how to master any any topic, anything in the world is to mentor and teach others how to do what it is that you do. And uh, yeah. I, I just think it's powerful to do that. It is, and it's purposeful, and that's where success is right. you, because you find purpose, and that's that's the beauty of where I think I feel the best. I sleep best at night when I go to bed feeling I help people. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. It's such a great feeling. So we're definitely going to have JavierGutierrez.net linked up in the show notes, guys. You don't have to worry about trying to write that down or even pronounce it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I've got a, my wife is from Panama, so I've got it down. Now I've I've got a, I've got an, uh, it's hard for me to say certain words. Some people hear me lisp kind of thing because I have a little issue with uh, my teeth, but that's a whole different conversation (laughs) in any case we're going to have that website linked up in the show notes but brother what did we not talk about that you want to ensure that our abundant leaders get out of our conversation today well no i mean i i think we hit great topics i love i love the conversation we had i feel like if if you get anything positive out of this you know really like i said start applying it on your day-to-day life start small you don't have to start big start small and build from there um like 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 you mentioned, you know, you can look me up at Javier Gutierrez. I like to roll my R's, really authentic. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> Javier Gutierrez.net, or if you uh, want to find me on Instagram, it's Fitness W Javier. I'm there as well, and I try to put as much insight on a daily basis to help people. Excellent. Yeah, we'll definitely have all that linked up in the show notes, guys, so I don't have to worry about writing it down. Javier, it's been a great conversation, man. I greatly appreciate you. I thank you so much for what you're doing. Just go out, live your life of abundance, and keep paying it forward because it is making a difference. Uh, Thank you very much. I appreciate being on the show, and it was an honor. And hopefully, like I said, we're able to help people through the show. For sure. All right, men of abundance, I hope you got a lot out of that conversation. If you did, please pay it forward. Share it with others. Information is only knowledge when it's shared. And make sure you go hit that donate button. Let's change somebody's life today. Now, go out and live your life of abundance. 
and make sure to pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.